0: so to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch.
1: $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, Sine. <laughs> Hi.
0: <laughs> I watched this film on my birthday, right? hmm And that was over a month ago. So... You're gonna to have to remind me of something of that happened in this.
1: You do this all the time. You're always like, <laughs> "Oh, I'll see if I can remember the movie I saw it a while ago." It's your job, Lonnie, on the podcast. <laughs> Take your responsibility seriously.
0: No, no, I can remember this because nothing much happens. So. <laughs> Hello there. Welcome to I Only Like You and Movies. <laughs> Try and give some spark to the Kidding now, Sine. What do you reckon? Yeah, the staccato
1: sort of pace, like it. Yeah, good. yeah, yeah. This isn't the third podcast I've recorded in the wrong in a, no, in a row. Good. <laughs> good. We're after a great Duh. start.
0: Put a bit of big poetry. <laughs> my name's Lonnie, by the way. Uh, her name is Sine.
1: Hey, that's. We my... do this podcast. Yep, yeah, we
0: do. We <laughs> review films.
1: Oh, this is going to be a great one. I can just. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now, we have watched The Eternals, as mentioned. And I think By the Timers will be released to the public. Um, Spider Man will have been out, so maybe a bit of some tie-ins there. I'm looking forward to do Spider Man because I MCU stuff. Has it been good this year? Or has it been bad? What have we had? We've had WandaVision. it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. The landing, though, not so good. Uh the Falcon Winter Soldier, it's fine. What if? Kind of like I'm not sure what I'm thinking about what if, it wasn't that good, to Shanshi. be honest. That was pretty good actually. strong Chi, Black Widow, again, a classic three out of five movie, wasn't it?
1: It was fine. Yeah. It's fine.
0: Yeah. I've I just started watching Hawkeye. It's pretty good so far, but, you know, Hawkeye. So. <laughs> you know what I mean? Eternals was one I was excited for. I thought it was really going to be something different because it's, you know, it's Chloe Zhao. She's just on Nomad Land. Mm-hmm. We're giving, you know, an up and coming, well, not am coming, but like one of the new hit directors. All the money in the world to make a Marvel movie. And this is what we got. What do you thought? I, I, don't, I don't know what you think of it yet, today because we haven't really talked about it.
1: I don't know how I think about it. Okay. What I think about it. Right. I mostly just have questions.
0: All right. I'll, I'll do what I can.
1: And I think there were some elements that elevated it above a regular Marvel film. I could see Chloe's influence, and we'll talk about that in a minute. Mm. Um, but it's so hard because you're, you're, I think we sound like hypocrites because one of our big complaints about Thor Ragnarok, which I never shut up about, <laughs> is that...
0: We've probably spoke about Thor Ragnarok more than any other film on this <laughs> podcast, I reckon.
1: It Thor Ragnarok, Emily in Paris, Paddington. <laughs> um, our whole complaint about that is that it mm. didn't fit canonically with the rest of the films because it essentially gave Thor a total personality transformation. He wasn't quippy before that. And we were annoyed because we were like, you can't just waltz in here and bloody tear up the original formula and make it so different. And that messes everyone else up. You know, case in point, Star Wars movies, the three most recent Star Wars movies where each director's like, no, nah, we're not doing yeah. anything from the previous one. We're just doing my vision and it's really going to muck people up who are doing it after me, but I don't care because it's my well, film.
0: Let's just, just pull back to the Ragnarok one second. exact same thing. In that film, they got rid of his hammer. They took out his eye, so he had an eye patch, and cut his hair. Next movie, his hair remains the same. They give him back an eye and also the whole movie has been him finding a weapon. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, okay, you could have just... So
1: they undo the whole film.
0: Undo everything. Yeah. But he's funny now.
1: That's the only difference is he's funny and he doesn't have to wear the wig because Chris yeah, Hemsworth so, was annoyed about wearing the wig.
0: So no one really cares, remembers the fact that the whole movie was about him. No. You know, getting rid of his worthy... Anyway, moving on. Anyway. Buddy Thor Ragnarok. So
1: my point is that... I don't think we can blame Chloe Zhao for this film being quite formulaic because I think there is a requirement for Marvel directors. I feel like there's a box they have to operate within mm. and they can only go so far. Great example of this is Guardians of the Galaxy number one. I think they did a tremendous job of making that feel different yet still relevant to the canon mm-hmm. didn't feel like too much of a departure but there was a twist that was sort of the first movie that we had with like mm. really popular songs on a soundtrack and it really changed like mm. everything really captain marvel wouldn't have existed without that in the same style um so i don't i can't be like this movie should have been better because chloe Zhao was directing it because you have certain constraints and she was operating within those constraints and i think she did an okay job with what constraints she had.
0: Well, the question remains, though: Why bring Chloe Zhao in if you're going to make her make the same cookie cutter movie, all the same, because stick to the same sort of standard? I you get know? what you
1: mean, but I think I think because you can have things like Guardians One that really work. Yeah, fair And you're hoping yeah. to get that sort sure. of thing again.
0: Yeah, I think you're totally right as well that these films often they're trying to serve different masters. Like mm-hmm. she's probably trying to make a more intimate thing, like like she does in other films, but also they've got to try and make a billion dollars because that's a Marvel movie. So it's hard to put them together sometimes, isn't it?
1: It is. What what
0: happens in this film?
1: Oh, gosh. Okay, so
0: You try to explain it to me, yeah.
1: God, I need you to explain it to me. I'm not going to do a very good job. Okay, all right. There's a group group of Eternals, right, and they have powers, and the reason they were sent to Earth varies in the film. Essentially, it's to sort of protect humans and help them evolve. And then there's these deviants who are like these creatures who are trying to kill everybody. And turns out there's these things, I forget the name of them, that's how compelling the name was, who are like buried in the center of the earth.
0: Yeah, so it's celestials. And need like, like
1: energy to collapse the earth.
0: To be born, yeah. <sighs> <laughs> so earth and egg, yeah, you're you're right, Zane. Apparently, earth okay. and egg,
1: earth and egg, and we're hatching it, and then that's just what happens.
0: Yeah, so we'll, we'll just talk a bit freely about the movie. You've probably seen it by now. If you want to see it, so talk about spoilers. So there there are those Celestials who are kind of like the big gods of the universe, right? Mm-hmm. And they've created Eternals to protect humanity and. Existence from deviants, right? That's what we think's happened. Yes. But as it turns out, actually what they want is they put little seeds into planets and then over time they need energy of mm-hmm. people on the planet to be born.
1: Obviously we need yeah. to spoil this, everybody. So like... yeah, yeah, I just said that. Oh, sorry. Okay.
0: That's all good. Uh, and so what they would do, though, is they'd send deviants first to the planets to get rid of the... Um,
1: yeah, explain the, devi- the deviants to me. What's the purpose yeah. of them?
0: They only to destroy the apex predators of each planet, as Wikipedia says, to ensure the development of intelligent life on the planet. That's what deviants but are supposed aren't to do.
1: humans to... the apex predator of Earth?
0: Yeah. I think the idea was when they're developing, they want humans to be the ones.
1: Yeah, but how can you one? destroy the apex predator when the apex predator is the thing that you need to?
0: I think before that, they want to destroy like... Lions. Lions and...
1: Mammals,
0: am I? Yeah, <laughs> right. Um, okay. but as they, as they found out, deviants were starting to evolve and cause trouble, and so they created eternals to then go be there to be protectors and to also guide the development of human life. So it mustn't just be energy then; it must be actual intelligent energy. Uh... I'm guessing because why not just have lots of, you know, cows on the planet? Why do you have to have humans?
1: See, I don't agree that humans create the most energy. Yeah, it's true. Like, how does, how, how does increasing the population of humans, wouldn't it be more effective to, like, get a group of humans and make them, I don't know, process, like, elements, like, from the mm. periodic table, make mm. a lot of gold or something or mercury or, like, I don't know, make the world make climate change happen sooner so then there's, like, volcano eruptions Mm. and, like, twisters and stuff?
0: For whatever reason, they need about 7 billion humans.
1: (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Right?
0: And so they've sent these Eternals down to help guide the Earth and as society has developed over thousands and thousands of years. So they were there 5000 BC, apparently. So from then on, Eternals are there and they've acted sort of like... Gods and myths and legends and superheroes, like early superheroes, for the world. Um, I guess is the idea. Um,
1: sure.
0: So the people are pointing out I'm not the first person to do this. Other people have, right? So the idea was they were given their orders from Arishem, who is the big celestial in charge of them. Mm-hmm. This is the Eternals, it is. That they can only get involved if it's something that. There are certain things. Deviants are the only things they can destroy, right? So if it's humans killing each other, let it happen. Anything else, that would happen, including Thanos, right? <laughs> yeah. So that's why they didn't get involved in Thanos. They were just like, hey, hands are tied. We just got to watch back and let that all happen. We've got to let Loki come into New York. We've got to let Ultron, you know, try and take over the world. That's just something we can't
1: get can, involved in. Can I talk about a uh, small sidetrack mm. to your part, point there? Sure. This is the problem with creating new Marvel films is that you're going to have to write in a reason why they weren't there for Endgame. Yeah. And maybe we should all think instead of when we're in the writer's room going, how can can we explain why they weren't there for Endgame? You know, this isn't going to make sense otherwise. Listen to yourself. It doesn't make sense that they weren't there for Endgame. Yes. Don't make the film. (laughs) It doesn't make sense. You're going to have to come up with more and more convoluted reasons about why they didn't step in. And yeah. this is the result.
0: <laughs> like, well, that's it. So if the reason is they can only do things that help the secret mission of the Celestials, which is get enough humans born on the planet to get the energy levels up so that the Celestial inside planet Earth can be born, well, doesn't Thanos destroying half the world's population kind of impact that? that?
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: 100%. Yeah, right? <laughs>
1: like,
0: <sighs> and given how powerful they appear to be, Theoretically, they could have just done Thanos straight away, just turn up, kill him, everyone's back on with their life. But no, they had to wait until Tony Stark had to go do all that stuff, you know. Okay. So you're totally right. It does not make any sense.
1: Talking about how powerful they all are, riddle only yes. this. Why do they have different powers?
0: It's a good question, Sinead. And from what I understand, in the comics, they do have the same powers, but they feel sort of got the same base powers, but then they naturally over time have developed one skill over the others.
1: No. So. Make them all have Icarus's powers. It makes yeah. no sense.
0: <laughs> totally agree. Why have one guy who can fly and have lasers and stuff and otherwise guys good with technology? Okay. Sandy sure.
1: Also, Druig, <laughs> yeah. he can manipulate the minds of others. Mm. He's not allowed to interfere in humans' lives. In what world would that power have been useful in this situation? <laughs> exactly None. Right. Exactly You've given him right. something he can't. You're telling him he can't even use. Oh. No. At the same
0: with like this list, like, oh, we can make them fly or have be really fast, like you know, faster than the speed of light with running. Should we let everyone do that?
1: No. Just
0: one. No, I don't think so.
1: Oh, so annoying.
0: So one can have like a cool. He can flow like things come out of his fingers. He can energy blasts. Would that be helpful, everybody? Not. Nah. just nah. the one, please. Just the one.
1: Oh man,
0: yeah, you're totally right, though. Um, yeah, so that doesn't make any <laughs> sense. Um, and then the film itself, though, like that's the, the plot, right? And they're, they're trying to stop that happening because that would obviously destroy everyone on Earth. Um, and they're kind of finding out that they would have been lied to for thousands of years, so their real mission was to help Celestial get born, wasn't really to. Help guide humanity, so that's, that's, that sounds interesting enough. Like sure, but and also Icarus is bad. He knew about all along, apparently.
1: Yeah. So oh God. Okay. So he kills Salma Hayek
0: hmm.
1: because she wants to destroy the planet, and he also wants to destroy the planet, and they're on the same page.
0: I thought she kind of come around to the idea maybe they shouldn't destroy the planet.
1: But she just had a thought. She's just like, mm. maybe we shouldn't. He's And all of a sudden, he's like, well, I guess you're dead. We're not going to talk about this for two seconds. That's it. I'm going to stage your death.
0: <laughs> well, as my friend, my friend, as Nick Mason said on the Weekly Planet podcast, why leave her body there? You can fly. Throw her body up into the sun. <laughs> like, why even do this?
1: Don't even talk about the sun.
0: <laughs> I thought that we could talk about the plot first, Do that like...
1: Okay, I'll put a pin in it. I'm okay, just saying it's building now. and I need to unleash it soon. Okay,
0: alright. I'm just saying most of the film, like seventy five percent of it it felt, was about getting the band back together. <laughs> okay. but <laughs> you reckon?
1: Yes. It was. It's the most perfect explanation for it. <laughs> It really was getting the band back
0: together. (laughs) Like we'll go to this person. Like you want to come be back with us? Oh, okay, sure. Next person, same conversation. Next person again. Okay, sure.
1: I know. The only one that was good was when they went to Australia.
0: Okay, why was that good?
1: Because Gilgamesh was there, and Gilgamesh is my favorite character. I really liked Gilgamesh. I love him so much, and He he was very funny um And he's my one true love, you know.
0: And I'll I say this, come naturally now, but it's just nice seeing Angeline Jolie on film again because it's been so long since she's really been in movies.
1: Stop, right I said there. About... I'm pretty sure you said that word for word about the bushfire one.
0: Yeah. And again, she's misused and probably not used very well, but just nice to see I her. like, She does a good star. job. I, f- she I does
1: feel best. like it's kind of. Weird that she's in this film because to me, her star power is like so much more than everybody else's. And it's like, Angelina's here, everyone, we need to give her a special role. And like, I don't yeah. know, they just don't seem on the same level as like everyone it else. It is, it's
0: very much like nearly everyone else, a lot of them have uh, established actors, but yeah, they're not Angelina Jolie, are they?
1: But like, <laughs> like Kit, Kit Harrington and Angelina Jolie, they're not on the same level, you know? <laughs>
0: I know what you mean. Like,
1: I love them both, but. Do you know what I mean? And do she's just another
0: one. Well. She's not like she's the main one or something.
1: No, yeah. I think that's why it's weird because it's like <laughs> let's pretend it's not Angelina Jolie in just an ensemble cast.
0: Yeah. Also, I'm like, wasn't I think it was Vinick Mason again in the podcast? He's like, you could combine so many characters. Like, couldn't you can combine some Hike and Angelina Jolie? Like, the same purpose of their characters could be sort of yes. the same. I do like Gemma Chan though, as a kind of main character But yeah. she was really good and she's always great let's, let's face it one of the best actors out there the last few years
1: mm-hmm.
0: not given much to do though potentially
1: well i'm just reading that she actually appeared in captain marvel yeah as a different character
0: hmm.
1: how does that work
0: i think it was like one of those green characters like an alien or something
1: oh so we just pretend that it wasn't her playing that character yeah, oh, yeah okay yeah. sure yeah
0: I guess so. It's like I soap guess they soap operas where they Marvel...
1: recast an actor and you just all have to pretend that that's Barry now, even though we know yeah. he didn't look like that before.
0: <laughs> I guess so. Okay. Um, I like Jamie Chan, and I, I think Richard Madden's a pretty good actor. I, you know, I haven't seen a lot of his work.
1: Sure. Um, Why not?
0: There's sex scenes, today.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yep.
0: I heard about it beforehand, right? I'm like, oh, my God. It's Marvel's first sex scene, because obviously they're criticized fairly often for being kind of sexless or... Know very tame movies, and that's you know, in the main, they're kids' movies, the family movies. That's okay, but there's a sex scene in this. You're like, Oh, it's the novel's first sex scene, is it? It's not really. I'm, not, I'm not saying you want graphic sex or anything like that, but they like they kiss, and then there's like a very weird close up of their faces. I'm like oh, Okay, this is sexy, this is sensual.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: No, weird. I didn't feel much of a connection between those two, unfortunately, either.
1: No, I didn't. I felt um, a connection between Gilgamesh
0: mm, and, and everyone. Okay, oh, and yourself
1: and me. Isn't he a lovely little man?
0: He was great. And I loved him so much. I
1: loved only so much.
0: I love Kamal Lanciani as well.
1: Oh, Kamal, yes. No notes. Ten out of ten. Great. Perfect in every way. So he plays Kingo, who has the whole point of the Eternals is that they're living a long time. Obviously. And mm. he's um, become a Bollywood actor, which, like, yeah. yes. <laughs> yes to that. <laughs> he's he's incredible. I, I love the comic relief of the cameraman who's following him around oh, trying yeah. to make a documentary. Yeah. Just the egotistical sort of, like, it, it was just so wonderful. Like, the posters in the plane about how he's pretending to be his own grandfather and things like mm. that. Like, it's just, oh, I love yeah. that.
0: I'd, I'd rather have more of that, yeah. to be honest. I thought yeah. that would be cool. And I thought that's what someone said, like, maybe some of these Marvel TV shows should have been movies and some of these movies, like Eternals, could have been a TV show. We could have had more of each character Yeah, so
1: there's – there's I think that's my biggest complaint for the film because there's no way that you could – I always feel like they're, they're trying to put two movies into one. They're mm. trying to introduce all these characters and all this backstory and everything, Right. But then you have your your current day sort of plot and what they're trying to do with the earth. And I know they link narratively, but what I'm saying is this is a long movie. This is like almost yeah. three hours.
0: With not much happens.
1: No, because you can't dive into anything too much because you don't have time, weirdly. Yeah. Like you need a film that's like just their background and then a film where now we know who they are, something else happens. Do you know what I mean?
0: I know what you're talking about and I think... As the film goes on and there's some some post credits or very end credits sort of things happening I'm like oh that's interesting I'll watch that did I have to wait yeah <laughs> you know this whole movie 157 minutes of it to get to the interesting stuff mm. I think I felt the same with Shang-Chi actually like it's all setting up stuff that'll be interesting later but it's a bit of a slog right now
1: yeah
0: um that said though you mentioned Guardians of the Galaxy a lot of characters in that and it works so true there are ways to do it, aren't yeah. there? But you're, I think you're right. There's just too many, going, too much going on here. Like at the end, they reveal that Sprite has had like a huge crush, or you know, had this some sort of hidden romance. Virgo like, oh, okay.
1: I know. I know, like that was mm. never on. I never picked up on that at all.
0: And like, it's like, oh yeah, she's just, always
1: loved him, really.
0: <laughs> yeah, and not just enough to like, you know, she's had a crush. She's had like, she's prepared to destroy the earth for him. Because of his mission. I was like, oh, all your friends are going to die too? You're okay with that? Yeah. That's very weird. I I, didn't like how much. I feel
1: like the issue was because it's, so Sprite's character is a child, right? Mm. And I think because of that, they couldn't give us any hint of their romance because it would come across as pedophilia. Do you know what I mean? So they had to play it safe, which means they have to put nothing in that ever demonstrates that they have feelings for each other.
0: Yeah, because yeah,
1: Cause if in the did...
0: universe, well, in universe, it could be seen as okay because they're both the same age and they're both eternal, yeah, you know, god beings, right? But yeah, it's just as why a even Martha bring it up film. as a, yeah, yeah,
1: to the audience know. that would be seen as yeah. they're promoting pedophilia.
0: Yeah, which obviously
1: no, but you just you...
0: why even enter into that concept? Yeah, I'll move on though to a good character was Fastos, who was the technology guy. Now, people online made a lot of fun of the scene where it seems like he has caused Hiroshima. Today. What do you think of that scene?
1: Uh, I don't really get it. I can't. I didn't really remember that. <laughs> Sorry. Well, people I, I have making... said, it. I did go to the bathroom at a couple of points in this film.
0: couple? Uh, what are you doing? It's
1: a long movie. I needed to go at some point in the beginning third and then I couldn't hold it and had to go in the last bit. But I'm pretty sure I got everything. But I might have missed the Hiroshima <laughs> I'm thinking, stuff.
0: I'm thinking... Well, there's a scene that was sort of going around social media and they kind of misrepresented it, so it's not quite that bad. The misrepresentation was that he accidentally caused the atomic bombs to go off in World War II, right? Yeah. That's not actually what happened. What happened was he has been the guy sort of guiding humans with technology over the years, right? And then it gets to the point where humans have used the technology to create atomic bombs, to destroy each other, and he goes there and he's like, oh, my God, what have I done? Like, I should not have helped anybody. Do anything because you know all they've done is kill each other, which I think that's kind of interesting actually. And mm-hmm. then he sort of he swears off being using his powers or anything like that for a while, which is fair enough. Um So but he, he's supposedly
1: also the op- first openly gay Marvel character,
0: superhero. I think. Is one of like did gay characters? Did they not see
1: Captain Marvel?
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, in haircut, you mean? Or.
1: Well, no! Mean? I, wasn't it wasn't that the whole thing that she was in love with the other lady.
0: Oh, I I didn't. Wasn't know it
1: queer coded? Isn't that the whole thing?
0: Well, maybe he's the first one who's in a relationship with somebody else and they're raising a child together. Like it's very okay. obviously. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, again, he he brightened up the movie. I thought, but he came in at like minute one hundred and eighty. I, I know, <laughs> I know. Wasn't that bad? Um, I just want get we go to the characters. I guess we might as well get going. Um, Lauren Ridloff as Makari. Yes. Awesome. Loved her. Again, some, not enough.
1: I have some facts for you about her. Hmm. So this is what I was referring to about Chloe Zhao's influence. So apparently Makari in the comics is a man. Oh, cool. And she I mean, saw Lauren Ridloff, I think, in Walking Dead. Is that what she's in? Yeah. So Lauren she's Ridloff's, in a Metal too. Yeah. So she's a hmm. deaf actress. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's amazing that, you know, Chloe saw her as Makari and just went, why not, you know, cast her?
0: Yeah, I think I, you know, probably back on this podcast and times I was like, why should we change genders of characters and whatever? But now I'm like, just go for it. Why not? Who, Who cares? cares? Like, it's
1: made up. None of it's real.
0: <laughs> yeah. And if it doesn't work, I'll do it again. It's more time. Or the comics there, if you're really mm. set on having Makari be a man, like, why not experiment? Yeah.
1: I have two um, on-set anecdotes from Lauren Ridloff that I'd like to oh, share with you. Here we go. The first is they were doing a big stunt when they were at the beach scene. And someone offered her earplugs (laughs) and she said, I'm good. Thank you, though. Yeah. But uh, I'm all good. Mm. Second thing (laughs) is that there was a unique problem because there was a scene that she had to do where she was facing a wall. And how Mm -hmm. do you know when to enter a scene or when to start a scene if you can't hear action? Right. So apparently Angelina Jolie came up with a suggestion that was there was like a laser that they could shine on the wall in front of Lauren oh,
0: But she was covering it from the camera. No, yeah. no,
1: no. They could remove it in post because oh, it was experience. just a little okay. red dot. And nice. so what they do is do rolling, rolling, rolling and do little circles with the laser. And then when the laser turned off, that was action and she knew when to go. And <laughs> I just thought that was really cool that Angelina came up with that and it was, you know, a unique challenge that they had in the production of this, I don't know. I love hearing behind-the-scenes stories like that, so I found oh, that's that really cool. interesting. But yeah. I think it's great that they hired a deaf, you know, mm. black actress to be to be in this.
0: And she's really great in everything I've seen her in, which is not much, to did, be honest. But...
1: Did you buy the relationship between her and Druig? <laughs> At all. Druig.
0: Little Druig, eh? Hey? Who... Might be the new Joker, apparently.
1: He really terrifies saying. me, that actor.
0: Yeah, he's, he's a weirdo, isn't he?
1: I feel or like good. he's going to murder me in my sleep. Yeah, he, or he has bodies buried in his house. <laughs> like, he's terrifying.
0: He was the kid in American Animals, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't really get Drewick. Like, what's going on, mate? You're just a weirdo? Like, you got oh, a whole yeah. town to yourself? In the uh,
1: Amazon? I don't even know. Yeah. But how is he allowed to do that? How is he allowed to, like compel all those people to work for him.
0: Yeah, the rules are pretty fast and loose, aren't they, what you can do as an internal? What does Arasham not to care much, does he? No. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow! Did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. big comfort for everyone. Go to bombuscom slash acast and use code acast for twenty percent off your first purchase.
1: Um, anyway, let's let's keep going. We've got Salma Hayek is Ajak, who's like the leader. And yeah, again, a bit wasted. Does I think nothing.
0: I think everyone's a bit wasted, to be honest. It's kind of. Yeah. Too many people, not enough content.
1: And then Kit Harrington plays Dane, who's Cersei's love interest, who is a human, but we will talk about what's mm. to come with him in a second. Okay, so okay. they're the characters, right? Sure. Again, don't know why they all didn't have the same powers as Icarus. Doesn't make sense, especially Druig's power. Why? I have several issues with the climax of the film, with the main battle, And I think that's where a lot of my trouble with the film takes place. Okay. So would it be okay to just do a deep dive into that scene?
0: Let's go. Okay. Go ahead jump in.
1: Fastos makes a contraption in the sand to hold down Icarus with ropes and stuff. Hmm. But he waits until the last possible moment to use that until we've already fought with him for about 15 minutes. And then we deploy the trap.
0: Yeah. Is it lucky that... He didn't know that. He obviously knew that Ucarus wouldn't just, like, destroy them all with his laser eyes from the get-go, so.
1: Stupid, right? Yes. Why did Kamal's character peace out for Act 3? Oh, my three. God. Did oh he have God. scheduling conflicts?
0: Obviously, he had not. He had to go do his TV show or something because he looked around. That was definitely set up to do a hand solo, right? He's supposed to leave and then come back at the last minute and help everybody, Surely.
1: Right? I was like, right? he's going to. Why are there only three of these Eternals fighting Icarus, like, and stopping this thing? Where did they all go? <laughs> like, and then, there's so many there, characters. There in the
0: next scenes, and he's like, like at the end, he's like, "I'm part of the team again." Like, is anyone going to mention the fact he left us, <laughs> and almost the world almost died because he didn't wouldn't come?
1: But Bloody why hell. did he peace out? I still don't God. know why he did. What was his
0: so weird
1: purpose? He's just like, you know what? Don't think this is for me. <laughs> It's like, sorry. So they
0: spend all that time You don't have a choice. Him. Yeah, it's your job, man. They spent just getting him, and then he went and helped them get other people. He left for no reason, and then he's there at the end for the next films, clearly, and just part of the team again. Ugh, so weird. I did not get sense. that at all.
1: Okay, so another thing. This film establishes several antagonists, right? Mm. There's – what's his name? <laughs> i are going mean. to have to be more specific. The big guy that's in charge of everything. The big great guy. arashim Right. There's him. Then there's also the Celestial that's coming from the inside of the earth. Mm. Then we've got Icarus and Sprite who double-cross them. Mm. And then we have a Deviant who is absorbing the powers of the Eternals. Yeah. And they set that up in, like, Act 1. And then don't mention anything about it and it never absorbs any other powers after that until the very end when he and Angelina Jolie just have their separate little fight in a cave off to the side.
0: I know. And, like, shouldn't he have made made it, like, set them up as being villains? Maybe he kills the person that she loves or something. Like, that might happen. Well, he
1: did. So. He, killed, he killed Gilgamesh. That was the I'd, whole yeah. thing.
0: But, like, she should have been part of that earlier and, Almost fought him off or something like it. It's
1: just nice that he he took that little fight just the little corner, you know, just a mm. little self-contained moment over there that has no relevance to the what to you've told else. me that the main thing of the film is now. You've and pivoted thing, my interest and now you're like, no, you still have to yeah. care about this thing that we've just said isn't important.
0: Well, and the thing is that the Deviants are not bad. Actually, they've got humanity somewhere in them. But they never did
1: anything with no, that.
0: S- still kill him. <laughs> still kill him, though. Obviously, just kill him.
1: Like he's like, oh, I'll help you, but then he doesn't help them. Yeah. He still tries to kill Angelina. So yeah. What if what? the
0: deviants and the Eternals had teamed up and tried to fight the Celestials? Like that could have been fun. Nope. Oh
1: man. Okay. So at the end, oh no, wait, I totally forgot about something. The the Mega Mind. Yeah. The, the mind. What's it's it a great called? Great
0: movie. Let's we'll talk about that for a minute.
1: <laughs> mind. Unimind. Unimind.
0: They put their minds together and they can.
1: You only just figure their out. Their
0: powers combined. <laughs> yeah.
1: Firstly, such Captain Planet vibes. Yeah. Secondly, what?
0: Yeah. Um, I, okay.
1: Also, okay. So Cersei can take, can use everyone's powers for a bit. That's supposed to be the thing, right? Mm. That she can access their powers. But she doesn't. She doesn't shoot little lasers out of her eyes. No. She doesn't do uh, anything with technology. She doesn't run very fast. So what's the point? Also, when it's all done, she goes, oh, I still have a little bit of power left so I can make you a human, Sprite, because that's something that directly relates to the powers that I just accessed and makes total sense. Yes, I can do that now.
0: How do you know, Cersei?
1: How how do you know? What? It's like one one of you have that power already and that's how you're accessing it. Why is yeah. that the result?
0: No, they just wanted her to be in the next film a bit aged up, clearly because she's a kid. yeah.
1: It's
0: so weird. makes it? me
1: so mad. Yeah. <laughs> There's the Celestial who's breaking apart the egg of the earth. He no. gets out. Like his little head's out and his little hand's out. And mm. Cersei makes him, turns him into marble or whatever and freezes him and mm. he stops. Are we supposed to, you know, that's not supposed to affect us at all?
0: Right? would his hands come from somewhere right wouldn't that not destroy some of the earth breaking anyway?
1: apart the earth and everyone's like it's fine no i think if something came out the center of our earth we would be dead instantaneously
0: you'd think so wouldn't you because
1: we'd all be sucked in there wouldn't we
0: yeah or just start breaking apart anyway i also wonder like you know wouldn't that be something that the avengers are interested in like the world almost destroying exactly.
1: like, where you know. are they then if you set up that these guys won't go help with Endgame and then apparently mm. the Avengers don't come help with this, then what's the point? This seems very much like Captain Marvel's territory. No Ooh. one wants to put in a phone call for her. Like
0: Exactly. One question, though, eh? Mm-hmm. Did you like the fact that Angelina Jolie has some sort of psychological condition that is called mad weary?
1: I mean, am I supposed to know what that's a reference to?
0: <laughs> well, the idea is that she's old and she's weary and she's gone a bit crazy so she's called mad but the way it's spelt though is actually i've
1: just noticed it (laughs) m-a-h-d-w-y-apostrophe-r-y it's like welsh
0: comics are so weird aren't they oh god (laughs) it's so stupid sometimes
1: (laughs) okay one more point about the the final fight scene
0: okay and then obviously yes
1: why did they think that arishan would be cool with it they're like yeah. Uh, we stopped the celestial coming out, dusting our hands. I'm going to go back to my my history love interest and we're just going to have a nice walk around the park and I'm sure it's fine. I'm sure this guy who has, like, huge plans for the future of the universe won't notice when something so major as destroying mm-hmm. a planet and birthing a celestial doesn't happen. I'm sure he won't pick up on that at all. They're like, oh, he figured it out. Of course, he's going to find out. This is his whole purpose, his whole mission. What are you talking about that you think you could have gotten away with it? They're. They're.
0: they're... What? He's literally like one of the most powerful beings in the whole world. Yeah, of course, he's going to be interested in this. Yeah, I don't actually mean. Ugh. Oh. Yeah, they had no plan otherwise, did they?
1: They're just like, we'll stop it.
0: All right, then, yeah. and then. What
1: are we going to do when Arishan finds out? Mm-hmm. No. It'll be fine, props.
0: He'll be fine. He'll be fine. Yes,
1: of course. It captures Cersei, of course. It captures all of them. Off they go. Yeah,
0: so what do you think of the ending? Is that interesting? You can watch the next whatever. There might be another one of these, I don't think, because of the reception, but they'll probably be in some other
1: films. Sure. You interested? I mean, I don't know. Am I? I don't know. I don't know. I... Do I care? Hmm. I, I don't know. Like... Can can, I, can we please talk about the sun?
0: It's about the sun. Time for the sun.
1: I don't what even know. I do, I... Icarus. He flies, <laughs> he flies into the sun. He flies into the sun. He flies into the sun after you've already established that the story of Icarus flying too close to the sun was made up by Sprite at the time of the ancient Greeks as a mythology thing. She made that up. It's explained in the film that she made that up. And then he flies into the sun. I, I'm, I'm baffled. I literally burst out laughing in the cinema at that (laughs) because it was so funny to me that he just goes well guess i lost and then just yeets himself into the sun what is going on
0: (laughs) i think by the time that happened in the film i was a bit mad weary and i was like oh okay and then couldn't really process (laughs) it
1: sure (laughs) makes
0: sense in universe i suppose for this movie yeah
1: Oh yes. man! She
0: also pointed out that you sent that message to me after you saw it out of nowhere, like at midnight or something.
1: I couldn't. I I couldn't cope with the ridiculousness of it.
0: Yeah, yeah. And as I was saying before, if he has the power to fly to the sun, couldn't he have? That's how he could have killed people. He could have killed all the Eternals. Fly all of them into to the sun. All he did was he give them an opportunity to, to <laughs> beat him. Yeah. None of it makes make any hell. sense. Yeah.
1: All right, shall we dive into the post-credits because I have questions about that too? Okay. So um, two things. So firstly, let's talk about Kit Harington's one. I thought Blade was a vampire hunter. He is. How? I thought Blade was a thing and then this was a thing. I didn't know Blade was a part of Marvel.
0: He is. And what's weird is because I didn't realise until very recently, I haven't seen the Blade films, but I know obviously that they've got Wesley Snipes as Blade. In, in the universe, Blade is actually, in the comic book universe, is English. Oh. He's not African-American. He's
1: yeah.
0: oh, he's black.
1: Well, hang on. British. who's is, is this Mahershala who's going to be Blade? Yes. Okay. Mahershala Ali, great actor, 10 out of 10. Uh-huh. Would recommend yeah, yeah. watching everything he's ever been in. Yeah. So what, what's Kit Harington going to do then? Not well, be Harrington, a baby Blade?
0: <laughs> he is the Black Knight, apparently.
1: Okay, tell me about the Black Knight.
0: So, don't know much about him. I think we played him in one of the games, actually, one of the Lego Marvel games.
1: Oh, he had all the good powers. Yeah, 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 I yeah. like him.
0: <laughs> I think he's he has the ebony blade. I think that gets passed down in his family. Mm-hmm. And it's something like the blade gives you all the powers, but at the same time, it makes you go crazy, I think. And I think like, um, <laughs> it's a mystical sword, yeah, and it's a curse, though. And so, I think over time, it'll, it'll destroy your soul, kind of thing. Right. And so, it's like you can use it and help people, but you won't be able to stay sane, I think is the idea. But I, I had no idea he was that. I had to look that up. I was like, oh, I just thought he was Kid Harrington. I didn't realize he was going to be getting his own movie or something in the future, but apparently, it might happen. Isn't it? You can't just be a regular person, can you? You're going to have some be, sort of yeah, family history. Or that's it.
1: Yeah. Okay. Um, and it was Mahershala's voice we heard off screen.
0: So was it his voice? Was he in the room? Or was it just his voice come somehow?
1: I love the I love it if in. he's just hiding. In the corner. <laughs> <laughs> he's like doing an Uncle John from Vampire Diaries, just waiting for the right moment to yeah oh, exactly. Oh, no, wait, till leave, box, wait till he opens the box. Wait till he opens the box. Wait till he. it no, okay, yep, good, and then he comes in. I don't
0: know. I don't know much about Blade. We should watch those films potentially.
1: Well, I thought Did they you? were scary because they're about vampire hunters. So I just yeah. like went. Well, that's not for me. Apparently not. Secondary press credit sequence, mm. which I got spoilt oh. from Patton Oswald's wife on Twitter.
0: Oh my goodness!
1: Patton plays the little goblin thing, so I understand that. But honestly, Meredith, could you not? Because <laughs> I know Harry's going to come out. So okay, so Harry Styles is there. Harry Styles. One yeah. Direction singer, Harry Styles, who had a brief stint in Dunkirk, mm. now wants to be an actor, apparently.
0: And not just like in a couple of movies, like in the biggest movies of the current age. Yeah, I'll be that. Sure. sure
1: we'll let him do that with no acting experience or training or accreditations at all. Why not? Does he have an Australian accent?
0: Oh, I don't know. I didn't pick up on that, potentially. Okay. Can I can I be honest with you for a second? Go for it. Unlike the previous podcast where I've been lying the whole time.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> when I saw him, I was like, "Oh, that's someone famous," but I couldn't quite pick you who it was. You didn't
1: recognise him? Well, I'm not
0: a huge Harry Styles person.
1: His most recent album is like great. Well, it's yeah. great. Okay. His, the first half's great. The second half's not. Okay. All but right. he's like the new incarnation of Prince. His whole thing is that he, you know, he doesn't care about. Mm. Femin- wearing feminine clothing and so he does mm. and he's releasing a nail yeah, polish yeah. brand
0: i think if someone showed me a picture of harry styles i would have been like oh, it's harry styles right but in the moment i was like oh what's going on here oh who's that and then i, was like, I should know him and looked up like oh harry
1: did styles. he give you young jude law vibes
0: yeah for sure
1: doesn't he look like him
0: yeah what you- yeah
1: maybe that's where you were getting the sort mm. of like uncanny thing
0: Man, okay. Yeah, and he's um Thanos' brother. Cool. Yeah,
1: okay. So so several questions. First one, why isn't he purple?
0: Mm. Well, I think in Universe, Thanos um had to, like he was doing like biological engineering on his body and stuff, so I think right. he was trying to become like the perfect person or something. And that's right. what caused him to go purple.
1: Okay. But he's not mm. just purple, Thanos. It's not like he's he's a human who's purple. He's like big. And he has a weird head and he's mm. got weird. Fists and things.
0: Yeah. So and why
1: got... why is that he's like another creature? But then Harry Silas is just normal.
0: Well, they might be half brothers, I think. Maybe.
1: Maybe not. Okay. <laughs> Alright. So who do you have any information about this character?
0: Star Fox? Not a whole lot. Um
1: Eros. Isn't that his name?
0: Eros, yeah. Star Fox, he's got two. I think he goes by Eros, but he's like he goes by Star Fox, but his name is Eros, I think. Okay. So they're kind of Eternals as well, I think. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay. Well, then if he's an Eternal, why wasn't he with the Eternals?
0: It's a good question, but that's probably why he turned up, right?
1: Well, he turned up after the big fight.
0: Mm.
1: If that's what notified you, gee, you took your sweet time coming over, didn't you, Harry? Yeah.
0: And I I think he's a bit more of a womanizer and a uh, Lothario, perhaps. Okay. Oh, my God. That's... I looked up Star Fox comics, right? Star Fox on Wikipedia, the comic's character. And there's the fictional character biography. There's a bit of information. And then the next heading is allegations of sexual assault. Right. The character. Okay. Okay.
1: Do we really want to be putting him into movies then?
0: She hoped to found him, apparently. Mm, Okay. I haven't got enough time to go into that right (laughs) now. I hope they would... Perhaps not do that in the coffee in the movies, but I guess we'll see. As I said though, that sort of stuff I'm like, that's a bit more interesting to me. We've got some we've got a you know, Thanos' brothers turned up and he's they've gonna kind of help the Eternals and then some Eternals have been taken away by the celestials, so they've got to like, you know, rescue them. That's kinda of bit more interesting than walking around planet Earth talking. hmm Doing not doing anything.
1: So a couple more facts about the production. So apparently yeah. Selma Hayek character, Ajax was a man in the comics as well.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: So it seems like she's, you know, hiring a lot of women and a lot of women of colour in her role, which is great. Did All you know that? that she is apparently a, an unexpected persona non grata in China because she made a comment in a 2013 interview where she said China was a place where there are lies everywhere. Is that Selma or Chloe? Chloe. Oh. So apparently (laughs) persona non grata, it removes their diplomatic immunity from arrest Mm. and prosecution. So if she goes there, she'd get arrested because she criticised the government and the country. And so a lot of the stuff about, obviously they were like, issues with chinese censorship and the fact that the gay Mm. relationship was perhaps going to be cut and all that kind of stuff Mm. um it also wasn't released in saudi arabia kuwait qatar bahrain because Mm. of the gay relationship as well people in united arab Arab emirates and egypt had a cut version of the film that cut out the love scenes and the gay relationship Mm. Uh, Mm. i I was like what is let's get over this you Know, like, what's going on?
0: <laughs> and, like, if, if your society is that threatened by a two a men kissing story
1: in, a, in a, a film, yeah. honestly, I know. So, that's a shame. Seems to happen every Marvel film. That well, firstly, it's like every Marvel film has the first gay character, they keep trying to re promote that, and then every Marvel film gets something cut out of it for particularly Chinese censorship, which is uh, frustrating. Um, But apparently Shang-Chi was also not released because Simu Liu had made some comments as well. So they're just doing their own thing over there. It's very disappointing, obviously, Mm. that people are still homophobic.
0: It's a shame you can't make a movie without... Like, everything's political, I guess. I get that. What do you do, though? (sighs) Because if you take away the governmental side of it, like people in China should still be able to see films that get made. Right. I know. That's a tough one, but it's a shame. Like maybe if they stood up to, to the censorship and were like, you know what? You don't get any Disney films ever again. If you're not going to let this gay kiss be yeah. in the film. Yeah. Maybe you could take a stand rather than just bend. Well, they did take a stand
1: time. apparently. Marvel mm. said we're not going to cut them, but then they agreed to cut any love scenes, including the gay couple kiss, mm. kiss for Indonesia release. So, you know they're like yeah. we're not cutting it and everyone's like yay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I applaud your integrity and then, and then they, they cut it yeah cut quietly it, yeah. so that's a shame mm. so you tell me are you are you excited to watch more eternals are you keen to watch spin-offs of the show do you want a little series with all of them which ones do you think will survive in their own spin-off movies or be in other fr- other properties and which all right. which won't
0: well i think Gemma Chan might be yeah Probably if she does some of the Black Knight movie, she might be part of that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like as much as I like Kemal and you know I don't really see much of his character t- moving forward. Sprite, no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't think Druid either. Obviously, no. Gilgamesh died. And... Yeah,
0: Makari was pretty cool. I'd like to see more of her. Yeah. But yeah, I guess it depends. Hey, I just think the whole thing is kind of just a bit of a, a bit of a mis- misstep because. Are these guys supposed to be way more powerful than the Avengers? Because if so, if they're part of the Avengers moving forward, like, well, you know, they can just deal through anything that occurs. How, yeah, how does
1: anything it. bad ever happen?
0: Yeah. And it's a bit of a shame because, like, the, the cosmic stuff is something that Marvel has, which is quite interesting. Like, the guy in the galaxy in, in space, all that mm-hmm. stuff is pretty cool. And Thor is doing that again, apparently. But, yeah, it doesn't make a very – yeah, I'm not – if there were no tales were coming out tomorrow, I'd be like, oh, I'm not that keen on it, to be honest. So Yeah. Hmm.
1: Guess we'll see. You? Well, I guess we'll yeah. see what they do. I, I yeah. don't know. I don't know that any of these characters are strong enough on their own to do a solo film, to be quite honest. And, yeah, like, they might the, be folded f- into something else. Yeah, but the function of their roles, like I'm thinking of Kamel's character, we have quippy, arrogant characters in the MCU already. So yeah, yeah. Don't we now have multiple characters serving the same narrative function? I don't don't know. I I don't know how they're going to manage all of this. My big issue is that we can't – I just think we should leave, like, the Thanos universe of the MCU behind and do Mm -hmm. some stuff that's, like, a new iteration, like the James Bond films, right? Like, maybe now they're more self-referential, but in the day they were, like – you do these three, I do these three, someone else does these three. Mm. And they happen sort of in the same universe-ish, but we don't need to deal with continuity too much with it. Mm. I think the only way for Marvel to move forward and not just create Iron Man Thor, you know, characters we've already seen before, is to set that aside and start either a new wave or in an alternate dimension or whatever. Like I don't think... Because they're going to keep having to explain why they weren't there for the biggest event of the universe, mm. and it's not going to yeah. work.
0: I reckon they've got a, maybe five, seven years before all the continuity becomes too much and they're just got to start again.
1: They're going to have to. Yeah.
0: They'll have to eventually anyway because they'll they'll need to because you can't have you, – you want a new Iron Man movie and eventually you'll recast him or whatever, and like that's self-sustaining, as you're saying with James Bond. That's how you keep it going in Doctor Who and whatever. You need to change -hmm. it up every now and then to keep it interested. But you're right. It's just I think eventually the the continuity can be too much in the movies. And like having the comics all the time, they'll destroy the universe and restart brand new just to get a new chance on all these characters. I
1: kind of think they're going to need to do that because it's it's getting quite stale.
0: Well, I think it only works if the movies are still well received.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. If you get a few more Eternals where people don't really like it, They'll be keen to, like, just restart it. Like, like eventually with X-Men, they're like, no, no one likes this anymore. Let's yeah. get new ones. Yeah. So, interesting. yeah, interesting times coming up for Marvel. All
1: right, what are you going to rate the Eternals out of five?
0: Like, one?
1: Really? Yeah.
0: Two, maybe. It was even... still, pre- still watchable in some ways. It just wasn't very good.
1: Not even for Gilgamesh. Not
0: like Gilgamesh. Like Gemma.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think I'll give it... Two and a half. Mm. I enjo- There were parts I enjoyed. It just felt very slow, very long, mm. and I didn't feel like we did anything.
0: Yeah, and it's a shame because they, the whole hype around Chloe Zhao was that, you know, here's this indie director. Apparently, she did the best pitch ever to Marvel. They were like, oh my god, I can't believe you're only part of this, and they worked together, and then, this is the result. So like, okay. Yeah mm. Mm. Anyway, Spider-Man be good though, won't it, hopefully
1: Very keen for Spider-Man <laughs> I know I poo-pooed on it in a podcast recently Saying that we just need to let the past be in the past But when Doc Ock's arm comes out of that In that trailer, I am here yeah, for you're that, that you're for I'm here it, for yeah. Alfred Molina, absolutely <laughs>
0: <laughs> Alright, well that's been us talking about Eternals mm. <laughs> Still a weird one <laughs>
1: Yeah. Maybe it'll become.
0: we'll all think about it again in five years and be like, hey, it wasn't that bad. But Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe not. Thank you for listening. Let us know what you think of The Eternals. We're on, we're on uh, Twitter. Get in touch with us there. Always great people get in touch. Um We've got a whole lot of other podcast in the back catalogue, We haven't we, today? What's one someone should listen to? Go. Go. Oh, God. Quick. Boss Quick. Baby. Quick. Quick. Good choice. We've got to see that too, haven't we?
1: Boss Baby's great. Yeah. People who haven't listened to our podcast before, just... Just put your judgment on hold for a second. Mm. Go into it with an open mind, and you'll find mm-hmm. one of the best stories about sibling love and mm. about adjusting to new members of the family, and how when you love one person, it doesn't mean that you don't have room to love someone else.
0: We haven't seen Boss Baby Two yet. Maybe that'll be even better.
1: Mm. Hopefully, mm. Hopefully. I, I believe this podcast is coming out around Christmas time. So, oh, Merry Christmas. We're pre-recording now, but Merry Christmas. Hope you have a wonderful day of heat and humidity and arguing with your family and eating cold ham that's like the most disgusting food ever to exist Australian Christmas really has a lot to answer for doesn't
0: it okay then Merry Christmas we'll see you next year have a good one
1: bye Bye. well we won't see the next year I think there's still an episode after Christmas okay see
0: you then